Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode four, Get Gone. Yeah, I was not terribly impressed with the title of this episode, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was terrible. I mean, and, and it, like, I mean, terrible in I don't like Laura and she's terrible kind of a way. Compared to the first three episodes, yes. which by the way, we're halfway. That and that that hit me the other night when we were recording something else, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, are, this is episode four. We are literally halfway through, yeah, this season with this episode. I'm gonna need more answers. Uh, you're not gonna get them. I, I, I know that. Um, of the four episodes, this is the worst. Yeah, and it makes that doesn't me mean it's a bad episode. Really it's, thoroughly dislike Laura, it, and I think that's mostly why I didn't like it is because you're not. I despise her now. You're not supposed to like her. Okay, but I despise her. Yeah. I don't like not liking somebody like that. Okay. Because to me, she shouldn't be a villain. Like, if it's, if you're a villain, like, that's one thing. So you think she's a villain? Kind of, yeah. Well, okay, like, maybe not a mustache twirly, like, I want to kill Shadow villain, but I think <laughs> she's done some... Not like te- a technical boy. Right, but she's kinda, done okay. terrible shitty things, and okay, I see her as being so bad for him. Okay. And he's my sweet baby Shadow who needs to be protected and i see like he really misunderstood his life and that kind of hurt me i feel you mildly so, interesting yeah um before i start picking apart because i want to get all that out of the way before we hit the recap okay okay before i start picking apart the differences between canon and the book and, right and right the show um i want to read kim's pre-back okay because as we know, Kim prefers to do the pre-back because she has read the books and she doesn't want to do, be spoilery. Cool, cool. So w- this is about the previous episode. This is about Head Full of Snow. So okay. I want to get that before we get too f- deep into this one. Okay. Uh, sh- this was the episode where they did the bank robbery. Just to remind where we're at. Oh, yeah. Okay. God, that was just an episode ago. Yeah. All was. right. It was just the other day. <laughs> Once this is over, I'm totally binging all eight episodes okay back to back so I you're have gonna to. pull a westwood with it i totally am yeah uh so anyway uh kim says i loved this episode i especially love the subtle ways fuller keeps playing with the racial complexities of life in america which for a white man yes um, and this is me saying this not kim's email um yeah. in my opinion for a white man yeah fuller's doing a pretty darn good job of that yeah yeah i think he's he's Seeking out other people's opinions and getting yeah and input. It, well, and I think he's realized that like it's not as straightforward as some people make it out to be. Yeah, and so it, I kind of feel like Fuller's kind of woke. Yeah, yeah. As as, as the kids say, these as days. the kids say. Yes. I'm sorry. Back to Kim's email. She says so many people have wildly different perspectives on the opening scene, and I like the fact there is no clear cut answer to the opinions on the table. Some people saw the old lady who died as being blatantly racist from her comments to Anubis about the black people living upstairs, assuming that he was going to rob her and then calling him boy after knowing who he really was. Some people didn't see the racial component, and then there are people like me who fell somewhere in between. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I kind of forgot about that comment, and then I thought her calling him boy was more... Her age than anything. So I, I didn't did even. Too. I didn't even think. I thought about of that, that as Ed being her age. Yeah, because I, I even made the comment being... of, I, "I love it when like I never plucky old ladies." Li- just yeah, kinda... I never saw her in that light. Yeah. Kim goes on to say, "Yes, I saw the prejudice in the robbery. 
and you must be here to visit the black people assumptions. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm with you. I saw that. Yeah. However, we weren't we weren't given enough of a glimpse into the dead lady's reality to know how much racism impacted her attitude. Perhaps the only time she saw black people in the building was when they were visiting the people upstairs. The robbery assumption speaks more to her views of black people, but again, context is needed. And I'm going to pause right there. And I also want to point out she does live in Queens. Yeah. So the woman's probably robbery and burglary, all that's probably a common happenstance where she lives. Could be. Could very well be. happen a lot. Yeah. So I don't know that it was so much. I we can't we can't specifically say that was a racial thing right there. Yeah, I think to Kim's point, we don't know enough about and her. And that, that's, yeah, that's what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a valid point. Um, uh, okay, so Kim says, for me, her boy comment to Anubis spoke less to racism and more to the fact that he appeared to be younger than her chronologically. Yeah. I've seen older people call someone in their mid-50s boy, sonny, child, just because their life experiences label them as such. It's kind of like when we get mammed and we're like, what? I know. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll try to catch the post comments on the episode to see if any mention of is made of this. Okay. Salim in the gym was as beautifully done as the car crash scene with Mad Sweeney was graphically horrible. <laughs> that's yeah. A good comparison. That's a very interesting comparison, but yeah, it really was. Yeah. Because that was graphically intense. And it was meant to be. And then the sex scene really was. It's so pretty. It wasn't vulgar. No. No, it wasn't fetishized. It wasn't vulgar. No. It was just. She's right. It was absolutely. Yeah. I never would have thought to compare those two scenes. But yeah. As polar. But yeah. Makes sense. Wow. This is why I love feedback. I know, right? Uh, she says, I know I said I would only do pre-back, but I'm watching Get Gone now. Okay. We'll just go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. Uh, and all I have to say is, with the exception of Audrey calling Lori a zombie whore and telling her <laughs> what beautiful. a POS who never truly loved Shadow and her encounter with the morticians, that episode was a complete waste on an eight-episode season. And that's where it's also kind of hard to swallow because I think that hits a good point of, I only have some... It's like when a, an episode of Game of Thrones sucks. You're like... I only have nine others. You wasted one. Yep. Kim says you give viewers crap like that when you have 20 episodes and need a burn off. But then yep. again, I hated Laura in the book and I hate her here. The sooner she returns yeah. to the great beyond, the better. Yeah. I, I think I think for me, I like Emily Browning a lot. And I have yeah, fond I'm memories. Sorry. I have fond memories of her from when she was in the series of unfortunate event events movie as a kid, and she was great and plucky, and she was in Sucker Punch, and she was great and plucky. Loved Sucker Punch, and like I think I wanted to like her purely on that, and I didn't in this at all. And so I think that's kind of part of. And I'll admit that, like I like the actress, and I want to like this, this but character. You're, but you're supposed to not like her. Oh well, it worked. Well, it works. It worked a lot. Just like you're not supposed to like Technical Boy. You're not yeah. supposed. But. That's how these characters are created. And for you to not like her, the writer has done his job. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so let me mention the differences. Yes. It's how it's, it took you a lot to not say the, the, the wrongnesses. How it's different. (laughs) How Laura is different from the book versus the show. Because there are some huge differences. And you're not going to like 
spoily spoil stuff that might be coming I'm later. I'm only going to talk about the things that were brought up in this context okay. of this particular okay. episode. Okay, cool. Uh, Laura was not a blackjack dealer. Okay. She was a travel agent. Okay. Case in point, she sent Shadow an electronic ticket for his flight home when he got out of prison. Oh. That was, that was, oh, well, my, when he's sitting and talking to the warden, oh, my wife's travel agent, she sent me an e-ticket, da-da-da-da-da. Okay. She's a travel agent. So she had a completely different career. Okay. She never worked at a casino. Okay. okay. Um, the job then in the job for which Shadow goes to jail for, yes, she talked him into it. It was not robbing a casino. Okay. It was a robbery. Okay. And the reason Shadow went to jail was not because he got caught. It was because he was beating up his two other partners when they wouldn't split the money correct. Split the money. Yeah, because he got he got sent to prison for assault. He got sent to prison for assault. He did yeah. not get sent to prison for the robbery. Right. So there's that. So that's all wrong. Uh, I mean, different. <laughs> um, the majority of this story of Laura never happened in the books. We never saw her try to commit suicide. Right. She never had a cat. Um, in fact, the reason um, why Laura calls Shadow Puppy is because their landlord would not allow them to have pets. And so he was going to be her puppy. So he was going to be her puppy. So that's why she calls him puppy. So there was never the cat. Um, they did not meet in a casino. They met because Robbie was dating Laura. No, Robbie was dating Audrey. Oh, I was going to go, Sorry. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robbie was dating Audrey. Audrey and Laura were best friends. Robbie and Shadow were best friends. Oh. And they're two friends. They... The two best yeah. friends met best friends. They right. had a blind date, um, which was actually was a really cute date. Yeah, not the um, and Laura was, train wreck of an epi- of a meeting they had in the shows. Uh, so that's so that's how they met, and uh, so this is where I've been trying to figure out at what point I should explain this part of Shadow's character that's they're showing in the show that's different from in the books. Mm-hmm. Shadow was never a con man pre jail. Okay. He was not a con man. He worked at the Muscle Farm with Robbie. And that was his job. That was his job. That wasn't before... him settling to no. try to not be a criminal. Correct. He worked at, at the, the Muscle Farm. That's what he did. Yeah. He worked with Robbie. Laura's the one who talked him into doing this job. He had not done it before. Oh. He was not a con man. So maybe they and did that. The, I, so the, the card tricks, the coins. That was so all he learned in prison. He learned the coins in prison. But, like, maybe that was... To it was m- something to pass the time. To make her less terrible. Because it maybe heaping on... And then she led him into a life of crime. Yeah. Was maybe a little too much? Possibly. So. Possibly. But, I mean, I, I understand her. I, I totally get why they gave her the backstory that they did. They filled her out. They do have... I mean, they are doing this over several seasons. So they do have yeah. a little filler time to work with. Yeah. Um, and giving us this huge story of hers makes the f- future of her story work a lot better. And they gave it, it to us it more, in one go. They do, and it makes it a lot more bound. Now, yeah, yeah, you learn about Laura throughout the whole book. You don't yeah. get it in one big chunk. Yeah. So they kind of get it out of the way so that you understand her character going forward. Yeah. Now that her story is rejoining Shadows. Yes. And, the, and Shadow does, but Shadow does still drop the coin on her grave. And that's why she, and you know, so she does dig herself out of the grave. She's a zombie and I called it. 
Yeah, you totally did, but I was like, I don't want to spoil it for you. And last week I thought, oh, well, she's not like a straight up zombie. But and no, I remember she's... you were like, is she? Okay. Is she? Are you sure? <laughs> no, but she's a straight oh, up Oh, she's zombie. a straight up un- undead. Yeah, she is the undead. The only undead. thing she hasn't done is crave brains. Um. Uh, also, Anubis and Jackal yeah. did not appear in the books this early. They didn't show up until later. But I'm glad they have more of them. They're precious. I, they're so great. They're wonderful characters. And I'm so glad there's so much more of them. Yeah. yeah. But as far as we know, in the books, Laura did not go to them and get fixed up and get presto reparo. Right. As far get as we death know, they become her. But you know what? It totally makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why it reminded me so much of Death Becomes Her. Have you ever seen that? Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie. It's terrible. It's great. Yeah. And what if do they do? If it's on TV? Yeah. I'm watching it. What do they do? They go to a mortician. Yes. To make them look not Alive, dead. Not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what that is. And yeah. It's great. I love that movie. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, you don't even meet them until yeah, much later. further after they've actually, because uh, they keep talking about going to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's even after they've been to Wisconsin before they even run into them. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's all the major things I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. That are different. Um, I keep saying, um, and I apologize. I say it a lot and I don't. Those are the, the major plot points there. Cause they, she's a completely different person. Yeah. She's terrible. She's terrible. She's very manipulative. I didn't, she was not this manipulative yeah. that we saw. But then again, everything we saw in the books is from Shadow's POV. So, of and course, we Laura's going to be. clearly he's got rose-colored glasses on as it, when exactly. it comes to Laura. She's up on a pedestal as far as he's concerned. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, but he learned the coin tricks in jail. He had a book. Yeah. And he had slugs. Mm-hmm. You know, blanks. Yeah. Coin blanks in yeah. jail that he, that's helped him pass the time. Yeah. When he was in jail, so it, that's all. That's why he's not that good at it. It wasn't part of his life of crime. No, it wasn't. Yeah. So. So. Uh, so you ready to get into it? Hang on, I gave myself a link for something. I want to go and look at it real quick. Okay. Oh. It's an article on Laura. This is a quote from an article on CBR.com. Okay. This is Neil Gaiman himself has said that he was frustrated by not being able to dig deeper into that character so that she wasn't just the cheating wife, Fuller said of the author, who's involved in the series development. And for us, we talked a lot about infidelity and the things that were happening in Laura's life that would give the audience a chance to empathize with her instead of judge her. Eh... Mission not accomplished. Because what really made me, what really pissed me off about her wasn't that she was unhappy, because that sucks. It was that she, like you said, she was so mani- manipulative, mm-hmm. and Shadow had no idea. No. He honestly thought that they had a great life, until she was like, hey, I want to rob a casino. Because I'm, because Cause I'm, I'm unhappy. unhappy. And honestly, he thought, and he was the one that, like, radically changed his life yeah he totally settled down yeah to be with her and he was happy to do that and she presented the happy wife front and i just feel like she kept i don't know like i feel like if you're not happy quit rolling around in it with other people but on the other side of that if you're not happy 
you you get to where you have you show a happy face. Yeah. And once you've done that for so long, it's hard to bring that shield down. Yeah. And, and not pretend to be happy. Like I feel bad for her because clearly there's some there's some uh mental illness for lack of a better word or for lack yeah, she of a got, more specific. She got issues. She, I mean like so she she's not she's not well. Yeah. Clearly, so I feel bad being super judgy, but also like I just there was that manipulative streak in her, that it's, vindictive, that, like, mm-hmm. the way she treated Robbie, even. And Robbie's a piece of shit. And, like, I felt... Tane Cook could not have been a more perfect oh actor God. for that part. Because we talked about this in the preview cast, that uh, you were like, yeah, he'll be fine with that. Because I was like, I don't know, Dane Cook pretty much acts like Dane Cook. And, yeah, yeah, this character is Dane Cook, though. And when so. I realized... When I saw him, I was like, oh, that's Dane Cook. And then I was like, oh, Robbie's the guy she was fucking. And I'm like, okay, oh, this makes... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They cast really well. They did. <laughs> but, like, she was even, You know like, what we need for this part? We need Dane Cook. Yep. I was like, but she was even super shitty to Robbie, who was super shitty human being. She was... I think she was more super shitty to Robbie than she was anybody. Yeah. And I don't think Robbie deserved that. But, like, but like even Shadow... Also, a complaint I have about Laura, and we ta- I talked about talked to you about this right after we watched the episode, is that why couldn't we just have a woman who enjoyed sex? Why yeah. did it have to? Why did she have to have the affair because she was unhappy? Why did she have to have the yeah. affair because she was depressed? Why couldn't she have just enjoyed sex? Yeah, because women aren't allowed to enjoy sex. Yeah, they have to tie it to some. It's got to be some issue or some problem. Yeah, it can't be. It had to be related to something else. It couldn't just be straight up. And something else related to a man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, before we actually get into the recap, because we're going to do that. Um, this day. is directed by Craig Zobel, who didn't really have a lot of other credits of anything. He had that movie I told you, like, Z for Zachariah or something. I was like, oh my god. Sounds this sounds really weird. This has people in it. Like, it's got Chiwetel Ejiofor in it, but it's like a post-apocalyptic uh, love triangle. And I was like, nope. I narped out of that real quick uh, on IMDb, um, and then of course it was written by Brian Fuller and Michael Green. They did the they did the uh, teleplay, so they're staying with them doing the teleplay, and Neil is credited with the source material. And that was probably part of the deal when they agreed to do the series. Anyway. Probably was, but I thought it was interesting that that from what I've seen, they've they they don't credit Game of Thrones that way, like. George R. R. Martin is credited with the source material, but also it is the episode yeah, is because written it's based, by based on right. such and such. Well, this is more closely aligning, and and you're right that could have been part of Neil's deal. It could be Neil has more intellectual property, more rights. Could be on. I don't know. Who knows? Don't know. So, um, so we start out, and I for several scenes thought this was Las Vegas. Of course, this is one of the shittier Las Vegas casinos. Um, I do like that they went with the Egyptian thing, though, do too. which ties in her going to see Anubis later. Because, like, she's a worshipped Egyptian. That was great. Um, and so, uh, at first, I thought we were going to get another Coming to America, which we did not get in which this we episode. Did not get. And I was just saying last week, there's only so many Coming to America stories in the book. Are they going to start making some up? Are they going to slow their roll a little bit? And slow the... Because they had, like, one, two two almost every... And I was like... And then this one had none. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I missed um, it. So, Laura is working as a blackjack dealer. And um, she... Uh, she's t- They're talking to her about shuffling and how she doesn't have to shuffle. 
but she likes it because she gets a newfangled thing to shuffle yeah. the cards for her yeah she didn't like it um and so she she drives home she she uh gets her cat uh turns the tv off the cat's watching cartoons um eats supper and you can tell she works a she works a night shift because it's still dark when she comes home um and so she it just feels depressing as shit already for me and um i'm but i'm one of those people that thinks that living in Las Vegas would probably be pretty depressing if you work in the gaming industry. Because you get, I get that. You get to see the shiny side, but you also get to see the depressing as shit side, which is yeah. like people that are addicted to it and like all that. So whatever. Um, so as she's uh, eating, she there's this fly. And God will see this come up over and over again in the episode. Um, you might and, think it's a thing. I know, right? And so she gets this bug spray out and it's called Get Gone. And... It took the little uh, stars thing at the end of the episode on the on demand for them to be like, that's the name of the bug spray. And I was like, oh, oh, that's why it's the name of the episode. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Um, and uh, so she kills the fly and then she she looks at it and then she gets in her hot tub, closes the lid. And I'm like, OK, what's going on? Proceeds to spray the bug spray, inhale it and kind of makes a half-hearted suicide attempt before opening the lid and breathing real air. And so you're like, well, this is terrible. It is terrible. So she has a death wish to start with. Yeah, so already, like, I like at this point, I feel bad for her. She's stuck in a shitty life. And so we see her again at work, um, and Shadow comes in. And um, he chats with her, and he tries to be very charming. And um, she... Uh, she did she uh what was he trying to he was changing out the chips on the table okay is that what it was because at first i thought they were red and then they were green okay so at first i was like i thought it was the actual cards that he was trying to no, fuck it was with the chips it was the chips and so she um she stops him she's like don't do that she's like there's cameras here 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 and here that old lady over there is not an old lady da 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 and <laughs> like she just she just lays it all out and she's like they're not just gonna break your hands they're gonna prosecute you this is not the olden days no and so she she calls this not 80s vegas yeah that's i guess that's maybe why i thought it was vegas because she yeah they're in um indiana they're in indiana yeah um and so she uh she's like listen play this hand drink your drink and get out and that'll do do what's best for you and so shadow he smiles at her and he leaves and so um, she continues through on her shift. And as she's leaving, Shadow's super creepy. He meets her in the darkened parking lot. And I was like, Shadow, that was a dumb shit move. Like, um, that was total creep, Meister. Yeah. And, I, like, this is the kind of behavior. And I don't, I don't see, I don't see my Shadow doing this. And th- this is the kind of behavior that I feel like, if you weren't a good looking character, you wouldn't have gotten away with this. And that does not sit well with me. Because yeah, would she not? I mean, should I, in my opinion, working at a casino, she should have some security escorting her to her car anyway. And that should have been a better lit parking lot. And mm-hmm. like, there were a lot of things. But like, I wanted to be like, dude, that is not cool. No, it's not cool. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do the thing. Those of you playing the home game. But I thought like. Don't f- do this. For the TV show, it was like, oh, it's okay because he's, he's handsome and, and they're going to they're gonna have sex. It's not okay. No. It's creepy. It's creepy as fuck. And so um, he he wants to talk to her. And, um, you know, she's like, okay, well, you were a dick. 
and you know you were shitty at what you were trying to do so whatever and so um she she basically tells him like you're you're shitty at being a thief and Chad is like well next time I'll have a better plan and maybe an inside plan he wants to be Laura and um he tells her and I thought this was interesting you look like somebody that you can get away with anything or you can get anything you want just by asking for it because of how you look what does that even mean she's pretty and I guess my eyes cannot roll in back in my head. Quote unquote enough. innocent looking. My I eyes guess cannot roll back. I don't know. Yeah. Far enough into my head. And so he's like, he's like, no, I'll, I'll split the take with you. And she, she's going to walk away. And Shadow's like, I'll buy you a drink. And, um, because you helped me. And she's like, well, she, she was, she says work or something. Well, no, she says, uh, drinks are free inside. And he's like, those are shitty drinks. Yeah. And you're like, so interesting point. Okay, like, I mean, I'll give that to you. They are shitty drinks. He's got a point like, here. So interesting uh, parallel here between this and the book. When uh, Shadow and Laura actually meet, Laura orders a strawberry daiquiri and makes Shadow taste it. Oh. So that's, I don't, that's kind of like this, but not. But not really. There you go. Okay, moving on. Um, so she's like, dude, I just want to go home. And he's like, well, take me home with you. And she does. And they have the sex. And they have the rough sex. And she likes it. Because that's what she wanted. She did. But like, okay. Her reaction to him, because she looked completely bored at first. Her her reaction but to him. You, but do you not notice that that was a common theme throughout the entire episode? Oh, absolutely. Before she died. Absolutely. Yeah, she's just bored, bored with everything. Yeah, she's her her need for something to something I don't wanna, other. I don't want to say get her off. Yeah, but to peak her fill the void. For, that fill the void too. Yeah, but not in that way. Filling the void is not filling the void, yeah. apparently. Filling the void in her life as opposed to the void between her legs. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's this whole entire, her whole entire drive right now is some, to get her to feel something. Yeah. I kind of got which, that too, which again, like, that's that somebody part in a, I can empathize in with. In the depressed state, they're looking for that. with so many people. It's almost like a drug addict looking for the next high. Yeah. In a yeah. sense. Um, Everything else is numbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she seems very numb. But, like, she slaps him, and nothing about her slapping him said, she'll like it if I flip her over and make no, it No, that's bad communication from the start. Yes. That's what bothered me. So, mm, there you go. And because Shadow does ask her if she's okay, but then she slaps him, and then he proceeds to... Uh, get rough with her, which apparently she liked, but yet I did not get that from, like, you don't know each other that well. Like, if it, if they had been together for years and that had happened, I might go, yeah, maybe he knows what that means, or they have a yeah. signal, or like, so that just kind of felt real skeezy well, to me. So, I mean, so you see from the beginning how skewed the relationship is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you get some of that in the book, but not near to this level. Yeah. And so it just felt, so right away, her and Shadow felt ooky to me. Yeah. And this is very, and 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 it doesn't get much better. But that could be to, to contrast what we saw of them in like episode one when he calls her and, oh, you're coming home to me, you know. But again, you're you're looking at Shadow's point of view. Versus Laura's. Versus Laura's point of view. Yeah. So again, I'm like, why do you love him so much if he doesn't really do much for you? 
So she wakes up the next morning and he's in the kitchen. He's uh, made coffee and um, he's trying to practice his card skills. And um, he uh, he shows her a trick how she can always get the aces out. And she practices it, and um, and and so she does it, and you know they're kissing and everything like that. So you get like, I still didn't get a lot of like anything out of her at that point. Not emotionally towards Shadow, but he's teaching her this new skill, which that's the exciting part of it, I right? Think, to her, right? And so that's again, like this, their relationship felt off from from the word go. So yeah. we we kind of it's kind of montagey at this point. Um, we get uh, Laura is kind of folding Shadow into her life. Basically, mm-hmm. they're having a barbecue. Audrey and Robbie are there, and um, Audrey makes a comment about how Shadow looks at her, and um, they talk after they've had sex again. Laura talks about her cat. Um, and, and what her grandmother used to say about how they would warn their owners of thieves. And of course, Shadow's like, ha ha, your cat's broken. Um, <laughs> and so she starts talking to him about jail and is he worried? And then they start talking about the afterlife and she does not believe in shit. She does not believe in anything. That it's just nothing. And this is when I was strongly reminded of the comment to Shadow from the, Midnight Star is if you believe or was it was it the Midnight Star? If you believe in nothing you'll you'll become nothing or something like that. Mm. I can't remember. Somebody told Shadow that. Okay. Um and so um she she says that her parents believed in everything and so she was but she never found anything to believe in. And so um she because she used to have have all this belief and then it kind of leached out of the world like so she's been trying to get the magic back. And so you're like, well, that's summing up, like, your entire life. Okay, now, take that and broaden that to the concept of the show. Yeah. Belief. Yep. Well, she's got something to fucking believe in now. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking zombie. But, I mean, if that's not something tangible, because that's the thing. So that's, but, that, I mean, that's the thing is that she's been looking for something to believe in. Right. And, again, if you take it to the greater theme of the show that we've seen overall... It's like, oh, so she does, her, the puzzle piece fits. Although now I'm worried the thing is Shadow. The thing. The thing to believe in. Oh. Because he's this bright, oh. shining light. Interesting. And she's kind of fixated on okay. him. But t- again, that's not necessarily love. Or if it is love, or, it's not necessarily. Or is it? Well, you it's don't not, know. It's not necessarily the kind of love that he has for her. Well, and that's pointed out over and over throughout this episode. Because that's the thing. You can, like, there are so many different ways to love another person, but that does not mean y'all need to be together. Because it does not mean you love each other in the same way. So, that's what I think made me feel really bad about this, is I felt really bad about Shadow, because I feel like he lived a very different life from her and thought they were living the same life. Absolutely. And also, you're supposed to be cheering. Shadow's your protagonist. You're supposed to be on his side anyway. Right. Right. And at this point, he's like a thousand times more likable than her. Well, yeah. So. But again, with what I was, I've was, i been complaining about for the last couple of episodes, this is not Shadow no. to me. No. They, they made him a con man. They made him a thief. And I'm like, but that's not who Shadow is. Yeah. So, um, so we end up with uh, Shadow looking at her and she says, don't look at me like 
like you're a lost puppy. I guess that gives him the nickname. Yeah. Because apparently she has a cat and it can't be about that they couldn't have pets. Yeah. I was really looking forward to that, though. I know you were. It's kind of cute. So. But it was cute, so we can't have that. So this part was terrible for me. Um, They get married. And she's very unhappy. And you can tell. Like, she kind of tears up, even, while they're taking pictures. And this is the part where I was like, there is, to me, an easy solution to that. Don't, Don't do fucking it. get married. Don't do it. It's like when the guys make jokes about, oh, I know. like my yeah. wife and you, and I, I like I hate that. I totally get that. But when you're at a point in your life and nothing, you just kind of you're just going with it. Yeah, you just go with it. And this like is what's he here. asked, this is what's so in, this is what's expected so of me. You, well, this not is even what so much do. expected. You just do whatever's happening right there, and you just kind of. She's not. The moral of the story is Laura is not living. Yeah. This entire episode is to point out to you, Laura is not living. And, like, I'm constantly... While she's alive, she is not living. I'm constantly at war with, I get that, but also maybe get yourself some help and don't drag all, like, all these people in with you. I'm kind of mad at her. I'm mad at her about that. But this is the character we're given. I know. I know. I know you don't like it, but this is the character we're given. But I do think that's a good point. Laura, whilst alive, was not, not living. living. Yeah, and yeah. that's the enti- that's what this entire episode she is about. She was a zombie before she was a zombie. She was. So yeah. how is she going to live now that she's dead? Yeah. Like every that's time you, the big question. Every time you see her have sex, she looks like she's internally so she's like going through the periodic chart in her head. Like it. But what's interesting though is to see that from a female perspective, where you see that a lot. In shows and in movies, um, on from the male perspective, yeah, yeah. But just so to see it from the female perspective, like, oh, okay, yeah. Right. So that's something. Um, which I did read that that is one area in which they are greatly expanding on Neil's work is the female characters. Good. So that's something because there's they are few and kind of few and far between. Yeah. Um. So uh, they have another barbecue, and Robbie is getting shadow. To go work for him, basically. Oh, you mean what he was doing before? The, okay, wait, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Book, book shadow. Yeah. And um, uh, Laura continues to work at the casino. And at which point I was like, if you hate it, maybe go work somewhere else. Again. They talk about her having a degree. And, again, you know, da, Laura, da, da, da. I know. I get what you're saying. But I just, you got, this is I Laura's. But this isn't you. This is Laura. I know. Okay. Um, And so, again, we, we get kind of, it, it felt very montage to me. Um, it, yeah, it's meant to show the passing it's, of time. It's just, yeah, exactly. Um, we see Laura occasionally giving her hot tub a look, and we know what that means. Um, and so uh, we do see her come home from work one day, and Shadow is leaving to go to the store, and he wants to know if she wants anything. And she's like, yeah, get me some bug spray. And you're like, oh, okay, so yeah. she's back to that. So um, Yeah, she's been through, she tried to do... What people do to be happy in their lives. And didn't do it. And it didn't do it for her. Yeah. So now she's back to the bug spray. So then we have this, like, kind of uh, literally a wake-up call for Shadow because she wakes him up. Um, She sits him down and she tells him she's not happy. Okay, the puppy sit line. Yeah. Just made my skin crawl. Yeah. It bothered. Yeah, that wasn't good. And so, like... She drops the bombshell of, number one, I'm not happy. And he's like, but what? And number two, I think we should rob a casino. Because I know I've worked there for eight years and I know how to rob it. And he's like, I don't, wait, what? Like, he's very confused. Um, 
And so she's like, I have the perfect plan and he's never going to get caught. He gets caught. Okay, but in in the conversation they're having, Shadow's telling her, I'm happy. Yes. And, and she's Laura's like, like, that's great, but I'm not. But I'm not. And I kind of resent the fact that I'm not happy. And he even says, so does this mean you don't love me? And she's like, no, I love you. But just because you love someone doesn't mean you're happy. Exactly. That's not, one does not equate no. to the other. She thought it might. And that's one thing we kind of are taught as kids. Yeah. But it, it a lie. But they're showing us that it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter. I mean, it could for some people. Sure. Yeah. But for but her. But it doesn't always. It didn't. But the thing is, she had the problem before she met Shadow. Yeah. It, she's going to have the. And that's what a lot of people. Oh, if I could just get married and have kids, everything would be great and happy. If you've got a problem. <laughs> if you have a problem when you get married, you're going to have a problem. That same problem still going to be there after you get married. It's not going to go away. Yeah, and I do think that resentment does fester, too, if your partner, number one, is completely unaware because you've never told them, so they can't modify mm -hmm. their behavior to compensate for the way you're feeling because they have no idea you're feeling that way, and you start Correct. to resent the shit yeah. out of that. Well, sure. So, like, I get that, and yeah. that sucks. Um, but, number one, her plan wasn't, um, As wasn't foolproof, and number two, I still don't know how she wasn't really implicated. I kind of loved how they went from, you won't get caught, how did Prison. you get caught? <laughs> like, but I don't know how she didn't get implicated. I'm still not super clear on that. They, because Shadow, um, Shadow's the one taking the fall. They have the conversation, Laura's like, okay, but I talked to so-and-so, and, -so, know, and if I do this, then we both go to jail for only half the I time. Yeah, but I don't know how... Shadow wouldn't let her confess. I don't know how the wife of the guy who got pegged for robbing the casino that she works at... Well, we don't know whether, if she got fired was or... Was she still working there after? We don't... Do we know? I don't remember. But something tells yeah. me, like... I just felt like the situation didn't call for Shadow rolling over on her. I feel like she would have been implicated no matter Regardless. what. He, yeah, that's what I feel Regardless. like. Um, so, uh, you know, again, like you like you said, they start talking about like she she can uh, she can take part of the blame, and they they are out in like a year and a half, and he's like, nope. I'll do three years tops. Da 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 da. But again, in the book, Shadow got arrested for assault, not the robbery. Right. And um, he says that I can take it if you're waiting for me. Oh, God. And she's like, okay, I could totally do that. Uh, spoiler alert, she can't totally do that. Oh, you knew the second she said it, she wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Because she doesn't, to me, she doesn't really want to because, again, if you really don't have any strong feelings about anything. Yeah. You don't have strong feelings for this is really wrong. I shouldn't do this. It's more like, oh, this is really wrong. I shouldn't do this. Oh, yeah. it's terrible. She's almost psychopathic yeah almost she seems to have no empathy she can imitate but she doesn't seem to feel any of it but she yeah she doesn't actually feel the things yeah and so she's she is coming across as somewhat yeah i've been listening to an awful lot of serial killer podcasts lately there you go um which is i just but it does i just finished one on the zodiac killer it was pretty oh. cool but it does it does feel like that yeah she does seem to have the Especially, Psycho like, Psycho when they show Psycho her with, uh, psychopathy? I don't, some, there's a word there. Yeah, there is. Um, like, when you see her with Audrey and she's just toying with the glue. Mm-hmm. And, like, and all this happiness is going on And you can tell her. Audrey's, like, Which, that was Which, that was the introduction to Audrey being crafty. Yeah. I missed it the first time oh, I watched yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. But, see, that's the thing, like, it's, you, to Audrey, 
Audrey's just chattering away. She thinks they're great friends. It's like if it's like if we turned out years later and you were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it was just kind of and I'm like, but like we talked about stuff. And, <laughs> like, I thought we were friends. I ain't hiding nothing from you. OK, I'm just going to put Yay! that out there right now. I'm fine. And if you were a zombie, I, I wouldn't like have that strong of a reaction. Fuck I your mean, feel- I- you would not say fuck your feelings. Is that what you're saying? I might say that, but not in that context. Because that but if was I a were great a zombie, line. would you totally help me do my makeup, though? Yeah. Okay. Although, we probably need to hire professionals, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't be the best person to make <laughs> you look not dead. Hashtag not dead. Um. <laughs> Hashtag not a corpse. <laughs> Wait, what? Hashtag show? living corpse. What show did we do the not a corpse? Where did that even come from? Um, Shield? That- was it Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, it, but it was not a robot. Oh, I hashtag think. not a robot. Oh, who knows? We make know. up so many hashtags. Anyway, so... Um, back to Laura. Back to Laura's terrible terribleness. And uh, we see her visiting... Um, or no, we, we're done we with that mon- scene. We get another montage we of get Laura another visiting. Montage. Well, she visits Shadow and there's the phone call montage. Yes. Uh, and so she goes home and, um, yeah, we get the, we get the call after call after call. It's, you get a collect call from the prison, collect call from the prison. And it seems like, and I did kind of like this, that that was the one constant in her life and everything else was just like what happened to be going on around her when, he, when Shadow called. Cause mm-hmm. you know, he called at the same time. Sure. They had a, they would have they to have, have a schedule. Because he's calling a home phone. They would have to have a schedule. Right. Right. And, um, so, but one night. She comes home and uh, the kitty cat's dead. And I was not happy about that. I was not happy either because my kitty's living forever. Yeah, well, she is. Out of pure spite. Yes, she is. And hatred. And uh, so I felt really bad because she calls Robbie dumbass over. Well, now Robbie has been helping her out around the house. He has. And like, okay, so this is my problem with... Guys, oh, this is your problem with guys like that. Oh, okay, with Dane Cook. Oh, with Dane Cook, basically. <laughs> so, like, I get, I got the distinct impression that, like, Robbie's like, "Yeah, I'll totally help you," and maybe he didn't go in thinking, like, "Hey, she'll touch my, she'll touch my dick after this." But like, he was down for it pretty fucking quick. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. So I'm like, I, that just always makes me so ooky. And I feel like it's the kind of culture where it's just like, well, you know, I mean, like, he's a guy but and she the, was willing to, like, touch his dick. And, like, was, what was he going to do? And I'm like, maybe be a decent human being. That's the patriarchal uh, yeah. society. That boys will be boys kind of thing. The boys will be boys and it's okay for guys to have sex. So, like, I don't want Laura to be completely vilified for cheating if Robbie is not also right there with her. I think he's right up there with her. He In should my be. opinion, he is. Oh, Yeah. So I mean, just because he happened to catch some feelings from it and she didn't, like he's still pretty fucking he, shitty. No, I don't. When we get to that, okay, scene, so I'll we'll, bitch about okay, that so then. we have we have and that's a couple scenes. Um, so we uh, you know, he buries the cat and then they come onto each other and it's gross. And um, so she uh, basically is this where does she kind of give him? the rules or is that the next day it's later okay so they have sex 
So the next day, um, he comes around because he makes some excuse. This is how you really kind of tell that he's a super shitty person because he it's keeps coming next, back. It's the next day. It's the next fucking day. Because like, okay, people make mistakes. People do shitty things. We're stupid human beings. We're big hairless monkeys and we're dumb. So it's the fact that he came back. The next the next day, day he, he wasn't like, oh, fuck, I made a really terrible mistake. Whether or not he tells his wife about it, but it's it, it could have stopped there. But he comes back and he makes some shitty excuse. And I, I do like the fact that she again, looks at him. Casting. I do like the fact that she looks at him and she's like, oh, did you want to have sex again? Is just that say, why you're she here? Made just say, him, it, she, do you want to fuck me? Yes. She wanted him to admit that he wanted to fuck her he again. Was there. She was not going to do, she was not going to do this. So bullshit. like that part of Laura, I liked. Yeah. I think that's like the only part. Um, and so this is when she tells him uh, the rules. Like, she's, like, she's waiting for Shadow. And she makes him say it. Like, a verbal contract. Although, Robbie Dumb, and you probably should... You probably should have been clearer with him and drawn it out in crayon. Yeah. To where he understood that, like, I'm gonna touch your dick, but, like, that doesn't mean love dick touching. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, again, they have a very long affair. Three uh, years. Yeah. Um, so, although we don't technically, we don't know, we don't how know long. when it started. Yeah. But it was, I think, um, in the, if I remember correctly in the book, I think it was after the first year. Okay. When they started. So the affair itself only lasted for two years. If we're going with book canon, unless we see something because we show to contradict any, we that, then we'll go with that. I mean, thing to contradict. So, for so we've got to assume it's a couple years. Um, least. so Laura is working on shadows, uh, a welcome home party with very very sad balloons yeah why were they already sad not helium if you don't use helium in a balloon why, why, why were they blown up like three days before he got home that was stupid i that was actually supposed to be because he I got out i don't early I, because I she died i i tried to find some i can't because like when we saw him droopy when shadow comes in i think in episode two um to clean, to clean up. up yeah totally understood that but in this episode it just confused me because i was like um dude he's literally not even out yeah, yet and the balloons are sad and depressed balloons like that last maybe a day yeah maybe yeah yeah because we the the one we had at con for john watson um that had to be a helium balloon for it, it to a, stay up that entire time yeah otherwise so these yeah these are just air these are and I'm like, why didn't you blow it up? Whatever. Maybe Robbie was talking too much and she was like, blow up balloons and shut up. You know, I could see that. I could totally I could see totally, that. I can headcanon that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because Robbie's real dumb. Uh, He's so, as smart as that balloon. So this really hurt me because not only do we see that she's doing his his uh, welcome home party, she's having the phone conversation. We're seeing it from her side and she's walking through the house and Robbie's naked in her bed. And she looks at him. She's looking at him when she tells Shadow that she loves him. I was like, holy shit. And so when she hangs up, she's like, get dressed, fucker, basically. Pretty much, yeah. So you get, you do get the fact that, like, she really doesn't have feelings. And I don't know how much of that is she's very depressed and unhappy and how much of that is she's a fucking terrible person. Maybe her rule over robbie is giving her something yeah some kind of a little something power trip something. yeah 
because he is kind of like real dumb and well, is gonna. But let's be real, Shadow would do whatever whatever she wanted. I mean, hey, honey, it would make me happy if we robbed a casino, and he's like, okay, yep. So yeah, um, so later, uh, we see Robbie and Laura driving, and we're like, uh oh, I know where this is gonna end, and so she's basically like, he he's gotten it in his head that they're gonna be together. He's gonna tell oh, yeah. Audrey. She's gonna tell Shadow. It's gonna suck, but. Um, and she's like, um, okay, no. So I don't think it's so much that he's actually in love with her. I think he's facing that he's about to lose some tail and he's doing whatever he can to keep it because it's fun and exciting and different that she's not Audrey. Okay. And he's not thinking with this brain. He ain't yeah. thinking with his feelings. I don't think he ever has. He's thinking with that thing between his legs and yep. he's talking about leaving Audrey and her leaving shadow, not because he loves her. Yeah. Because if he actually did love her, he would already have left Audrey. Well, it's the kind of thing where you hear about a man and a woman, and there's cheating. Either they were both married, or one of them was married, and they leave whoever else they were with, and they get married. Mm -hmm. And then one or both of them ends up cheating. And then you're like, why are you surprised? Right? So I feel like... And and that's not a hard and fast rule. Obviously, there no, are some circumstances where but where there's infidelity really, and they do end up together and they're happy and whatever. But like, but if they do cheat on you, you really can't be shocked. No, and especially if it is to to your point, if it is for the pure fact of this is new and exciting, not so much. I really deeply feel compatible with you. Once it's no longer new and exciting, then once it's like, oh, I can like because the sneak I can around, like have sex with you whenever I want. I don't want to. Yeah, that's the sneaking around mm-hmm. is half the excitement. Excitement, yeah. yeah. Not getting caught. Yeah. And so, but she's, she, she shuts him down really quickly because she's like, yeah, yeah, no, we're not doing that. That's dumb. Yeah. I love my husband. And he's like, but you like to touch my pee pee. And but um, you don't, <laughs> his argument is, but you don't love him like he loves you. Yeah. How does, Robbie, that's, is that reverse psychology? Telling her that your husband loves you more than you love him, so you should leave him. Shitty Robbie logic? I mean, like, Robbie's not wrong. totally... He's not wrong in his observation, but in his cause and effect, that will make her want to be with me? Yeah. That's stupid. Uh, So, yeah. And so Laura's like, listen, think about this thing. It's a nice thing that happened. And we didn't get caught and, like, get over it. And so he keeps, he keeps on. And finally she's like, want a blowjob? She just wants him to shut up. And he's like, okay. Obviously. And uh, she gets him to sing. Uh, what song is it again? Shit. It's, oh, God. Is it a Creedence Clearwater song? <laughs> Shit. Take a load off Manny. Fanny? It's, oh, uh, Fanny. It's. That one. Jensen does that song. I know. That's what make, I was played on the radio. I was like, no, no, no. Sully this with your Do not. zombie whore blowjob car wreck thingness. Um, and then, of course, we get the car wreck. Yay. Um, so before we continue with um, zombie time, as now we are in zombie time, mm-hmm. um, I did want to remind people that we enjoy the feedback. We do. And uh, that remind people that they can email us at randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomteacasts. Or on Tumblr at randomteapodcasts.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. Yeah. 
So, um, and also if you don't want to remember any of that because you're like, bitch, I'm in the car. Like I can't write shit down. Uh, go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and then you can find links to all our social goodness. That's absolutely true. You can also comment on the individual posts yeah, that's on thing. the website. That that's is a the thing, thing that can happen. That can happen. Yeah. Sometimes we even see them. Yep. Uh, they don't send us an email, so it's just a matter <laughs> of us noticing that, oh, we have to curate we that. We have to actually go visit the back end to, to see that. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, but what else can they find on our website? Um, all our other podcasts. So many other podcasts. Uh, we're finally done with Agents of Shield, Shield sort of. Well, we got a wrap up. <laughs> our season four wrap up will be coming up before too long. Yeah. And, um, but Gotham also Gotham's going to be finished here in a few weeks. Uh, we're going to be recording Jaws here in a couple of days. Yeah. So, but, and um, Guardians. Guardians, Guardians of the up. Galaxy. Yeah, we're recording that this afternoon. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, so you can get all, you can find all those on our website or you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. We're yeah. out there. Um, and if you are enjoying what you are listening to, uh, especially our new American Gods friends, hi. Hi. Um, we would ask that you rate, review, star, heart, thumbs up, whatever your platform of choice will let you do to let people know that, that you dig us and more people can find us that way. Yeah. iTunes, I think it takes at least five reviews for it to actually start showing up. Yes. So yes. To pick five of yourselves. I mean... We're like, the last time I checked, we were the number two in the search for American Gods. Like, it'd be nice if we had some, if we had some stars to go along with that. I'm just saying. It'd be sweet. Yeah. It'd be sweet. And I have refrained from reviewing our own. <laughs> That's so nice of And you. it won't physically let you because it's your account. But, yeah. Yeah, it won't let me. I've I tried. Back in the day <laughs> when we first. When we, when we first started. When we first started, I tried. It won't show up. Yeah. It's my own account, so. apparently i can't review myself it's just so rude i'm glad you think you're fab i do so there you go um anything else before we uh if you would like to support random tea podcast we just uh were able to have our domain renewed this week yeah so that's paid for one more year of us yeah you're stuck with us at least on our at least the website yeah uh, but hosting, uh, that's going to be coming up here in the next couple of weeks. We pay for unlimited hosting so that you can listen to all of our podcasts at any time that you would like, yep. straight from our website. Yep. We're, we're giving that way. We are. So, uh, yeah. If you would like to help support us and maybe buy us lunch. Click the throw money at us button if, There's, if you're so inclined. Yeah. It's this little black button. It literally And we says, literally just made it say throw money at throw us. Throw money at us. So um, that would be much appreciated. And if you donate $100 or more. You get a podcast of your choice. You either get a movie or a television season done in one cast. Yep. So don't get greedy. <laughs> so. so, yeah. Yeah. Anything? Else? Okay. All right. Um, zombie time. Uh, well, not quite. Um, ghost time. Uh, so <laughs> Laura watches, uh, you know, the crash site and, you know, her body. And so she then she's in the desert with Anubis. And Anubis is like, sup? And so he does the whole uh, heart weight against the scale or against the um, the feather thing. And he's about to try to um, take her heart. And she's like, um, I-, I know this is not going to go well for me. So let's just not even try. And, <laughs> and so um, she, she asks, like, well, what's going to happen to me? And he's like, uh, looky over here. And it's a hot tub. With a bottle of bug spray sitting around on top of it. a bottle of bug spray sitting on top of the lid. And he's like, um, you believed in that? Oh, this is where I got it from. Okay. Um, you believed in nothing, so you're going to become nothing. And you're going to go into the darkness. 
And I wanted to be like, okay, first of all, that doesn't sound terrible. But, like, am I aware of being in the darkness? Like, I wanted to quibble with Anubis. <laughs> I was like, is it just that I cease being? Or, like, is my consciousness just in darkness for eternity? Because those are two very different prospects. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I wanted clarification on that. But whatever. Whatever. God, Laura, you're so stupid. You should have asked questions. Um <laughs> I'd be like the Hermione Granger of uh, of that universe. I'd be raising my hand like, oh, Professor, I have a question. <laughs> um, so he he's like, um, uh, get get in get in the hot tub, and she's like, uh, fuck you, and she she's in the middle of <laughs> telling him off when boom she gets pulled back to Earth, and he looks like the what. Fuck? Because he tells her, he tells her, you're gonna, I'm gonna uh, escort you into darkness, and then I will forget I have ever known you. And then she gets yanked as she's starting to tell him off. So, um, so now we get zombie time, and so she claws herself out of her grave, and um, we get a nice uh, throw up scene of her with the embalming fluid. That was yeah. lovely. Yeah, that was that was pretty. I now, mean, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. That actually, she, I think she. That's mentioned at some point in the book, so we get it quite graphically a couple yeah, we times. Uh, well, I think it's important yeah. to understand that. I think it's part of the transition between her lives. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's very. I mean, you, you hear it's not uncommon to hear about this sort of thing between being alive and, and undead, and the, the embalming fluid having to. Get Plus, rid if, of it. I think if they just hand wave it's it, kinda, it's almost tropey at this point. Yeah, I think, but I think if they just hand wave it, then I'm the kind of person that's like. She's Sounds fake. Of, yeah, like she's full of embalming fluid. Like, yeah. what's up? And so um, she figures out where she is, and she sees... We kind of get this weird view of... This is how Laura sees things. Yeah. It's st- almost like a painting, like a moving painting, and she sees this weird golden light on the horizon. She sees everything. She sees things very monochrome. Yeah, except for this light. And so she follows the light, and it's shadow. As he's getting strung up by Technical Boy's um, minions. Mm -hmm. And so we find out that uh, Laura is the one that saves him. And and I give Janya a big award because she kept her mouth shut on that. And did not, like, blurt it out. Because she knows, and plus, I'm a spoiler whore and she knows that. And I've been, you know, wanting to know stuff. And so, yeah, kudos to you. (laughs) <laughs> I give you a thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. she she literally did went did the thumbs up. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I knew was that hard for as you? soon as I saw this scene that it was her. Yeah. But I didn't know how they were going to play it out because it's actually in a different place in the book. Okay. That scene didn't happen there. Oh. But I don't know how they're what the exchange rate is. Right. So, right. and how it being in a different place affects the rest of the story. Plus, let's so. be real. They could have turned out and it became Wednesday. I mean, I'm not saying it would have been a wise choice, but they could have done that. It could have. Yeah, it could have been. But yeah. anyway. So, uh, so it was Laura and she's got like superpowers or something. She's, yeah, she's superhuman strength, I guess. She's just like, like ripping through these guys like they're paper. Well, like she kicks, she feels no pain. Balls and a skull comes up out of his head with a spine. And so I'm we like, see okay. the fountains of blood and like, I know I read a lot of things from that first episode where people thought that that was crazy overkill. And it was, yeah. and now I'm kind of seeing it was that Laura didn't even fucking know her own strength. So no. there were like fountains of blood. Yeah. 
So, and she gets Also, hit. they figured out how to make blood, so they were really excited they about it. They were really excited about it. And so she, uh, she doesn't feel any pain or anything either. Um, and so she makes... Which is a bonus. Yeah, she makes quick work of the, of the minions. And not only... I mean, like, it wasn't enough to just, like, save Shadow. Like, she does this, like, super grasshopper jump to get the rope and then drops him to the ground. And it's very dramatic. And, um... Very hidden dragon The only thing tiger. is, like, she loses her arm. I mean, she doesn't lose it to the point of not knowing where it is because she knows where it is. It's yes, just it's not right attached. there. It's just not attached to her body. Um, and so, and, and I, I will agree, Fuller and Green said that this was their favorite shot. Laura. Because she hides from Shadow. She hides from Shadow. She doesn't let him see her. Yeah. Because she's ew. shambling, literally shambling, down the street as the sun's coming up, holding her severed arm. Covered in blood. Covered in blood in her funeral dress. Yes. Yeah, so if, if you go to the on-demand or the online you can see this. It's a little two-minute bit. You can probably find it on 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 a YouTube the YouTube's. Um, it's this quick little two-minute that they do after every episode, and they show the like the behind the scenes where she's got the blue sock on her arm. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. This that's that shot is when we saw the trailers mm-hmm. for uh, American Gods before it came out. That was the shot that I was like, I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, because they didn't show her face, clearly. Yeah, it was very, she's all covered in blood. So, like, I'm not sure. I have a couple of theories of who that might be, and it was not who I thought it was. Yeah. It, Laura. So. Um, and so, she she goes home. And um, she takes a shower with her arm sitting there. I'm glad that she was aware of her arm and kept her arm within arm She did very, arm she did keep reach. up with the arm. It was very important. <laughs> So, um, so she takes a shower, but she still does not look herself. And so I kept thinking, oh, okay, when is she going to start looking like she looked like in the hotel? Because when we saw her at the end of the last episode, she looked like Well, we Laura. see that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, we get there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so she's, she's cleaned up and I kept thinking, okay, like, cause you know me, I'm, I'm like, okay, how does this fit in with what we've already seen? And why did she, you, you want to put the pieces? Why did together? she look not dead? Um, and so, cause her lips are like colorless and mm-hmm. she looks rough. It looks good though. It, I mean, it was very well done. Yeah. Um, and so she sees, she sees this bright light approaching again and she hides. Yeah. She so we see Audrey vision, not Audrey. Sorry. I just glanced down at my notes. Laura vision. Laura vision. Yeah, and so we see her hide under the, um, look like under the floorboards. Mm-mm. It's the hot tub. Oh, Jesus. It was the hot tub. It's the empty, I didn't even drained think about that. Hot tub. Oh, God. It's worse. Mm-hmm. And she's clutching her arm to her chest. Yeah. Um, and so he leaves. So she's there the whole fucking time while he's, like, having his crisis. And um, she goes to Audrey's house because Audrey has craft supplies. She's crafty. She gets around. She's crafty. I'm oh, sorry. So she starts to try to stitch her arm back on. Well, of course she does. She gets the rumblies and the tumblies, and I wanted to that think, only hands will satisfy. Well, I don't think she knows that hands will satisfy it. Um, so maybe I'm like, maybe you should eat some hands. Maybe, and maybe that'll stop the maybe. rumbly tumblies. Uh, it is interesting that once she gets like that first stitch, she starts to get. She can already move her fingers. I was like, yeah. oh, there's that. I was like, oh, it's magic. It's, it's magic. magic. It's just any magic. Um, so, Audrey, <laughs> this 
this is probably my favorite scene of um, this episode. Yes, this Audrey is the best. comes in and she freaks the fuck out. This she is how someone would react to seeing their dead best friend barricades herself in, their house. in the bathroom, and it's it's amazing. And I like I really again see that's the thing. Okay, I feel the way Audrey has been treated by the show is the way to show somebody being shitty, but yet still making me feel empathy for them. Yes. Because she, God was Audrey shitty in the first episode. Yes, she was. And I still this, feel really bad for her. Well, and what I'm enjoying, I, I know I complained about Audrey before. Yeah. After this episode, I like Audrey now. I do too. She was such a blip in yeah. the book. There was, I mean, she was, could have possibly just not even been in there. I mean, she was such a blip on the radar. Yeah. Because, um, of course, this scene didn't happen in the books. Right. We got so much more of Audrey yeah. in this. And I was like, okay, all right. And her, this, the way she screams. And this is how best friends act, though. Yes. And I love that she finally is like, this has made me so vulgar. <laughs> well, and Laura's like, you know, this is really embarrassing. I got to take a shit. Oh, my God. So, so like, and Audrey's freaking the fuck out. And, and Laura's just like, would you turn around? Could you, you know, just... And she tries to, like, she, like, and we see it. I mean, like, we don't see it, but. She's sitting. We see Laura sitting on the toilet and making fart noises. And she starts telling her that, like, it's embalming fluid and it's coming out of every orifice. And it sucks. And so they start talking. And um, Audrey's just, like, um, again, she's she's freaking out. And so she ends up, like, sitting in the tub talking to Laura. As one would do. And I was like, that feels real. And so she's like, hey, this so. is the most real scene. She's like, hey, so um, after all that, like, can can I needed your craft supplies for my bum arm. <laughs> and then Audrey asks her, she's like, what's the last thing you remember before you died? And Laura's like, oh, and she's like, yeah, oh, <laughs> remember that? So yeah. is 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 Robbie dead? And she's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have and- you seen him? <laughs> She's like, well, I went to his funeral, but of course I went to your funeral too. So, <laughs> and so, um, she tells her that, you know, everybody knows about Laura and Robbie. May have told them all. Several Everywhere, times. All the time. And I tried to fuck Shadow on your grave. So there's that. And I got to give it to Laura though. She's like, yeah, that seems fair. <laughs> but I will say. It's true. Like. Audrey is the level of spite and petty that I would be if this had happened to me because she has Robbie buried with his penis shoved up his ass. It is an appropriate level of saltiness. What was it I called her? A pillar of salt? A pillar of salt. And she deserves every grain. Yes, she does. And I will say, like, she's like, I should thank you because, you know, if he had to die, at least he dies and I don't have to mourn him because I kind of wanted him dead. So there's that. And so... She ends up stitching Laura up. Which I thought was awfully nice of her to do <laughs> after too. all this. But, like, <laughs> it's like, you gotta give it to her. Like, I really like Audrey at this point. Like, she was terrible. She did some shitty things, but a lot of that was grief. And she's just doing, she's just being Audrey. At this point, what are you gonna do, though? Yeah. Not? And if I thought it gets, it, you, gets her out of the house. I thought it was rather big of her, too, just because Laura's like, um... So can I have your car? I love that Audrey's like, I'll drive your ass. <laughs> Laura. Okay, so, but but one thing I thought was pretty telling was when Audrey asks her, like, 
what do you think about what you've done? And Laura's like, it was bad. Like, I didn't feel a whole lot of, like, remorse or... No. And, like, when she starts talking about, like, well, I only told one lie. Well, it was one big umbrella lie. There were a bunch of little baby lies up under it that she could wait for Shadow. I didn't feel, like, a lot of... I felt no empathy for Laura. No. No. And, I like, Mm -mm. this was the point where I feel like they could have turned the tables and given given her some kind of a monologue to kind of because a lot of what we saw from laura uh, about how unhappy she was we didn't hear her explain it Mm -hmm. so i feel like here was the point where we could have had her explain it to where we could have been like oh i didn't think about some background to the background like yeah maybe to give her that that bit of depth that we're missing from something's missing to make me care yeah because right now i'm just interested because i'm like you're a zombie and your arms off and this is interesting from that standpoint yeah and audrey's fun yeah Although I have to say, my favorite line... Fuck your feelings? Fuck your feelings. Yeah. We have said those exact words to each other in completely different contexts. Yes. But, like, I will fight your feelings. I will fight your feelings. I fuck your feelings. Yeah. But <laughs> but I feel like... I need I need that gif now. I feel like Audrey's finally hit that level of honesty where she's it like, I matter. don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. Um. So... <sighs> So they're they they're Thelma and Louising across the country. They are Thelma and Louising it, and um, so Aud- Audrey is driving Laura, and Laura's reading her obituary and bitching, and I, and to Audrey's point, like nobody really cared because you did a shitty thing and you were dead. Um, <laughs> so, um, and so Laura sees this light. Um, she sees shadow, and so she she knows which direction to go. Mm-hmm. Except for that, um, you know, well, we get the little puppy thing. And, uh, like, again, I don't, now the puppy thing is back to being creepy. Yeah. Because remember when you explained it to me? And I was like, oh, that's kind of a sweet story because it didn't sit well with me when I first heard it in the first mm-hmm. episode. It's back to being creepy. Yeah, it is. Um, And so, um, one little thing is that Ibis and uh, a jackal walk in the middle of the road. A literal a literal jackal that turns into Anubis, and it's amazing and beautiful. Um, and so uh, <laughs> he looks at Laura, and I thought for sure he was going to like try to basically drag her ass back to wherever. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he looks at her and he's like, "I remember you now." And I'm like, "Ooh, I don't know that I want to be remembered by Anubis. Right? Like that seems like a not great place to be." And so um, apparently they own a funeral home together. Uh, yes, they do. Oh my god, it's amazing. Is that not the best thing? Like Morticians AU. Oh, totally. They're married. Totally. Oh yeah. Oh they're yeah. Totes married. Oh yeah. And they're just as married in the books. Ibis and Jackal, um, or Jack Hell, or something like that. Like Jack like, Hell. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. And they say that there's they've been a funeral home in some form or fashion for like centuries. Yes. Um, and it's amazing. And so they fix her up, and Ibis um gets around the table and. Um, they drill into her arm. Yeah, they put the, a, the bone. They get the pin they in. Get the pins and everything in there. Yeah, because otherwise it's just skin holding it together. And you know that's the whole thing about stitches. Uh, it really stitches really only work with their intended purpose, which is to knit together skin that can then heal. Hers can't heal. No, so they have to actually bolt the yeah, like bolt it back on. And and I will say, like she doesn't feel any pain. 
No. Of course, she didn't feel anything when she was alive. So That's true. Don't know why it would be different dead. Good point. And this is where we get the explanation that I so strongly desired. They death becomes her and paint her up. Yep. To make her look alive. Um, and so, uh, this is when Anubis, uh, tells her that, like, he's like, yeah, your heart was super heavy. Um, and, and he, he wants to know if it's because of love. And she's like, no, but it is now. And I'm like, I don't know that you still know what that means. And so, um, and he says, okay, well, it has you at a disadvantage. Because now she's not, I, I took it to mean now she's not as cold and calculating as she was before. But I still don't think love means what she thinks it means. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Ibis, um, he's, he, they're basically doing this so they'll get on Shadow's good side. They think that Shadow, once he figures out who's done this for him, that it will inure them to him. So I was like, okay, again, why is Shadow so special? Reasons. I was like, oh, I made it almost a whole episode with, oh, they reminded me special. Why? Damn it. Reasons. Yeah, because reasons. So, um, but I will say that they ended it with kind of a sinister note because Anubis tells her, uh, when you're done doing whatever the fuck it is you're doing, I'm going to take you back to the darkness. Basically, you ain't getting out of this. Yeah, this is not permanent. This is not a permanent fix. Um, and I thought She's it, not, not immortal or anything. She's going to go back to being dead at some point. The, I, I kind of wanted the... That's what he's saying. You wanted the what? Them to comment on the fact that it was another culture's magic that brought her back, and that mm. because that was that was Mad Sweeney's magic, was it? Well, from his coin, okay. And so I'm assuming that is a similar magic tied to him, and these are Egyptian in his, deities well, in his culture. Yeah, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. I kind of want to hear about like how Egyptian gods see an Irish-made zombie. I don't think they care. I, I wanted them to care. So that's pretty much the end of our episode, except for we see a very elaborate setup for the high puppy the, scene. The end of last episode. Yeah. Um, because, uh, again, this is where the, the calculation comes in, because she's completely being deceptive with Shadow. Um, she she appears to be her normal self. She puts the fly paper up to detract well, from the fact know, that she's fucking ha- dead. We haven't actually seen the conversation, so you don't know whether or not she's hiding it. No, well, no, she can't hide all of it because we just talked about this before the cast. She's got a giant uh, Y incision on her chest from her autopsy and her arm is sewed back on. So, um, so yeah, we, we end up with uh, her putting the flypaper up. Because the flies have been throughout the entire freaking episode. And now they're following her more because she did. There's more and more of them every time you see them. Yeah. There's more. And so she waits for him in the hotel and. You know, when he comes in, we get confirmation again that this was the light because she sees the light. He comes in and we get, hey, puppy. And you're like, oh, this is terrible. Run away, Shadow. Run away. Run Run away quickly. So, yeah. So I thought this, to say this is a bad episode, I think is kind of one dimensional. But I thought there were parts of it that were very interesting. It's not as good as... Yeah, the like other episodes have been from a storytelling standpoint. I think they artfully told a story. I just didn't like the story. Okay, and you the don't story, have to like the, the story. story was Laura's story, and I I didn't like it because I don't like her. I thought the Audrey bits were fun. I thought hell, I thought the zombie stuff was fun that with the carrying the arm around and having to sew it back on. And well, and I don't like that. I don't liked it. I don't yeah. liked it. Yeah, English. yeah. Again, and I know that like we have potentially three seasons. 
and that they can afford to drag it out to drag it out and to have this uh, and to take this whole episode to spend on her story but it's still even with three seasons of maybe eight ten and ten so, it still feels like a waste so yeah um I, I i did a little bit of reading around on this and the the whole reason and I, that they did this with her character is to give you contrast to her character going forward yeah it's to give you something to work with. I just don't think they reached that empathy part. Yeah, and and I hope at least with us. Yeah, yeah, with the two Some of us. Some people might have. Unfortunately, I looked around on Tumblr and looked through the American Gods Tumblr tag. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who like her because they identify with her, and that hurts my heart. Yeah. But like, I could see people identifying with her numbness. Mm-hmm. And her depression, because clearly she is very depressed. Very. So, but like, she, there was so much manipulation. Like, it didn't just feel like passive depression. But depressed depression. people do that. It felt like active. An active depression. It felt yeah. like actively fucking with yeah. people there's, around her. There's more than just depression going yeah. on there. Yeah. She did feel very psychopath. Yeah. But again, yeah, neither you or I could really find any empathy for her. And that's yeah. us. And I really wanted to. I did too. I, I don't like that I don't like her. Yeah. Like, that bothers me. So, I just have to see how they're going to treat her character going so forward. So, if we end up Because getting... I know where she's going. I'm just trying to see how they're going to get her from here to there. Well, I'm assuming that we're going to get some kind of a... She's going to probably sacrifice herself for Shadow or some bullshit like that. And, like, it's going to take a lot to get me to where I'm like, oh, tear. At yeah, all for like her. A, you got to, uh, like I said, you. I want to say how they're going from here to there. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but I, f- I feel like that's what's going to happen. Okay, mildly interesting, but I'm interested. I'm interested to see how they're going to get her from here to yeah, her resolution. I also would like to know how Wednesday will try to use Zombie Laura, because I feel like Wednesday's the kind of guy that how does this work to my advantage, and he will find a way. Okay. Interesting. And I feel like Mad Sweeney's probably going to be super pissed because we still don't know what happened to the coin. She, we have not seen her have it and we know he did not find it. So is it somewhere in her innards? And she, oh man, you are looking. Ooh. I'm not answering any of those questions on the grounds of being incriminated. All right. Shut up then. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's inside her and Mad Sweeney's going to want to like get it and Shadow's going to be super pissed and maybe they'll fight again. Ooh, that's what I want. Okay. I probably won't get what I want. Okay. Even though I did get Zombie Laura and it was not. You knew Zombie Laura was coming. As cool as I wanted it to be. I knew she wasn't going to be fucking dead. Like you don't cast. Again, like you I don't think cast to your her. Point, no. To your point, like they're using the actress they, they cast. Yes, they are. And it's not just going to be in flashbacks and, oh, I'm a cute, lovable wife who happened to die sucking your best friend's dick. Who really? Hashtag not your best friend. Your best friend doesn't do that to you. Nope. So. Uh, so that was that. Um, do we do we have feedback? We have some feedback from Michael, but it's short. Okay. Especially for Michael. Okay. Well, he didn't like it, did he? Aloha, ladies. 
I really don't have much to say about this episode other than I didn't really care for it. Good. I feel vindicated. It was done well enough, yep. but for me, they managed to make Laura a completely unsympathetic character. Mm-hmm. I came away not caring about what happened to her nor buying what that she has any deep love for Shadow. Correct. I'm hoping that going forward, they'll get me to care about the character, but for now, meh. Yeah. Again, I'm probably suffering from the baggage of having read the book, and from that perspective, I think they screwed up the character. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, he says Ibis and Jackal are cool, at least. Oh my god, they're awesome! And that's Cheers and Stajarvis. That's all. Yeah, he, that's all he has to say about that. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. There's really nowhere else to go. I didn't like it. Did not. Do I not want. Parent, I hope I'm hoping it's a necessary evil. And I feel like I really feel bad now because Shadow still doesn't even know everything. No, he knows like one nth of the stuff. Yeah. One nth. Okay. Nth. Nth. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. So that's the, all the feedback we have. Hopefully, the next episode is more engaging. Well, uh, this was engaging. It was just not fun. Correct. So yeah. Hopefully, I enjoy the story of the next episode more. Well, we get back to Wednesday and Shadow. So. And Wisconsin. I want to get to Wisconsin. Do we get Wisconsin? I want. I don't know. I want oh, to get okay. to Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Because I don't remember seeing any Wisconsin in the. And in I don't. I'm not clear preview. whether Wisconsin is the final destination or just a gathering point before they go to the one of the most important places on the continent. I'm not really clear on that. The place in Wisconsin is one of the places that's the most important places in. Is it their, I guess, final destination for what Wednesday wants to do? Mildly interesting. Okay, I don't know then. <laughs> So, yeah. I, I also want to see Billquist, like, interact with the others. Okay. Actually, I want to see all the people. Like, I want Mr. Nancy to interact with Wednesday, to interact with the Jinn, to interact with well, Billquist. we've to... seen Wednesday and the Jinn. Yeah. Like, we didn't even see them talk. No, like, really. we didn't. We really didn't. Um, and we already know that we know Wednesday and Shadow are headed towards Wisconsin. Yep. We know Mad Sweeney's supposed to show up there. I'm so excited about him. Uh, we also know that Chernabog's supposed to be going there. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the sisters are coming with him, though. Don't know. I got the impression it was just Chernabog, but who the fuck knows? Because he was trying to sell Cloris Leachman on, oh, the good times are coming again. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like she's going to be involved at the very least, if not all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no telling who you're going to say. Apparently, there's some meeting going on in Wisconsin. Everybody's going to Wisconsin. I want, like, the so. Radisson, uh, the Radisson, like, conference room they're booking for their <laughs> meeting. Like, I want that scene. But they're going to this important location, so... How do you know that it's not, that the Radisson isn't that important? Like, it could be on an important spot. You don't know. I mean, you do know, but. Actually, I do know, so. Well, you know the book. They could, it's they true. could change it. So, yeah, I'm excited. Mm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it, so. Anything's better than this. I know, right? So, yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks.